welcome to Girlfriends Pray Podcast. We are a prayer ministry for women, and our mission is to draw women closer to God through prayer. To learn more about Girlfriends Pray, go to our website, www.girlfriendspray.org. Follow us on all social media platforms at Girlfriends Pray. And join us for prayer every Monday and Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 267-807-9601, access code 943334-POUND. We invite you to connect, support, or become a partner of Girlfriends Pray. Remember, 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says to pray without ceasing. God bless you. God bless you guys. God keep you. I am Pastor Damon Pearson, a member of Trinity Christian Church in Taylor, Michigan. And so I want to bring you greetings on behalf of our pastor, Rodney D. Wade. Today we're going to look at Matthew chapter 7, verse 22, or 21 through 26. And Jesus says, Now everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom, will not enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain came down, the streams rose up, the winds blew and beat against the house, and yet it didn't fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand. And the rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash." It's amazing when we come and we finally get to see God after a life of performing and participating in religious practices, that it's possible that Jesus could say, get away from me, I don't know you. It's almost embarrassing to think that we've been passing our lives as Christians and the time has gone by and passing like we look like Christians, but we probably are not necessarily all of what we could be. And so in this day and age of virtuality, where we see people in different ways from different, pl- different places, even catfished in some ways, where all meetings and most meetings are now not face-to-face but virtual on Zoom, and we have different platforms where we can talk to each other in distant places, we have a way of presenting ourselves the way we want to be presented rather than the way we actually perform most of the time. Well, we kind of make up and we can hedge and edit our lives and make sure that we produce a broadcast that seems to be pleasing to the optics. And oftentimes as Christians, we have a tendency to do that too. And if that weren't so, Jesus would not have told his disciples that in the Sermon on the Mount. There will be many, as he declares, uh, not everyone who comes to him and decries, Lord, Lord, will enter in. And so today, I want us to pray that we now hold on to just not just the performance and the production of being a Christian, 
but we work hard on the practice of being a Christian. See, the practice of being a Christian is one of those things that people very rarely see the practices. They don't see the hard work that goes into the practice. In the practice, there's no uniform. It's just T-shirt and sweats a lot of times. In the practices, the tennis shoes are worn down. And in the practices, it seems like we fail more times than we succeed. In the practices, we go over routines and routines to try to get it right so that when it comes time to actually execute, that we don't get it wrong. In the practices, we go over our flaws more than we go over our successes. And we look at ourselves with honest eyes, oftentimes videotaping in practices to see where we went wrong and trying to catch our failures before they become exposed by our opposition or our adversaries. In the practices, people are not usually there gathering, and they don't pay tickets to practice. And so we need to work more on the practice. Where do I get such words? Because in Jesus, in verse 24, Jesus clearly says, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice. Yeah, it's almost like saying that word is kind of taboo now that Allen Iverson has said, practice, practice. Are we really talking about practice? I think he's a poster child for performance. Because many times we look down on practice and we look as if practice is hindering our lives. I just want to perform. And God says it very clearly, those who want to perform in front of other people, you know, our in Jesus' names, our waving hands, our grace before meals, you know, the things that we do to make us feel more religious and in contact with God, now we have to really work on our practice, our fasting privately, our prayers in closets and secret places, our reaching out to those who are downtrodden and nest and whole, our prayers for people who misuse us and mistreat us and abuse us. We have to work on turning the other cheek, even when they spit on us, wiping it off. We have to practice working on forgiving those people, not just 70 times 70, but more than what God can ever imagine because we've been forgiven more than what we could even imagine. We have to practice godly character and allow the sun to shine on the just as well as the unjust, just like God, so that we can be considered children of God and the most high God. We have to be peacemakers and we have to be humble and meek, even though the world considers us to be meek. We have to practice being lambs and not lions. You know, Jesus overcame the world by being nice and kind and patient and loving. He overcame evil by being persecuted and abused. But many times we're not willing to overcome the evils and treacheries in our lives because the abuse is more than what we can bear. But Jesus has called us in Romans through the word of Paul to simply say we ought to be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. So it doesn't mean being a doormat for people, but it does mean being a sacrifice for God. Put that into practice. Because when people see those things, they will say, I have no idea how you tolerated that. What was the hope that lies within you? And now we have an opportunity to share the gospel for the hope that lies within them. So we can say, yes, in the midst of our weakness, God is made strong. So we can say, in the midst of our tribulation, God is made to be more enlightened. And when we are in the dark, God is our light. It is these ideals that draw us closer to Christ that when we come, we will say, Lord, Lord, because we bowed down before him in our hardest moments, and we didn't raise ourselves up in great pride. For pride is often preceded by a fall. Pride is what's treasured most in this world. And so let's pray. 
that we're able to practice godly principles and not just perform in the midst of the public. Heavenly Father, we just thank you in the name of Jesus for the great things that you continually abide and protect us from. We thank you that you make a way out of no way for us. And we thank you, Lord, that you are a great and awesome God. You are truly Jehovah Jireh. You are our provider. Jehovah Nisi, you are our banner. Father God, you fight for us and you step down for us and get in the midst of the situation just like you did for your disciples, just like you did for Moses where you calm storms that rage on our sea. You feed us when we are hungry and you clothe us when we are naked. You see to our ailments when we find ourselves physically afflicted and you deal with our enemies as we turn them over to you, Lord. You give us the victory for your word says that you'll prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Father, you anoint our head with oil so that we're never dry and our cup truly does run over. We're like, those, we're like the woman at the well who's going to get water, but you are a well within us that never runs dry. And so, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that we never stop practicing your will and your way just because it gets tough to tolerate it in this day and age. For the more and more, Father, people become intolerant of biblical understanding, it's going to become harder for us. So, Lord, let us not lose hope. Let us not become religious performers, but let us become, well, biblical practicers. When we start to practice what you've preached, we start to abide in your word. And even if nobody else can tell us what we do, we still have a hope within us and a peace that passes all understanding. Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus for myself and for all those who are on the line. I pray for us, Lord, that we can continually stay steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in your word. So, Father God, we get our pleasure and our purpose and our place from being obedient to your words and your declarations. And so, Lord, let us find comfort in those things, even when we can't even find comfort in the lives that we live. I pray, Lord, because it's so important that when we get to see you face to face, I don't want any of us to be embarrassed, cast away, or rejected by saying, I don't know you. That's such a heartbreaking thing. And so, Lord, I pray that we get to know you right now, that we love you right now, that we decrease ourselves, that we pick up our cross, and that we follow you right now. And this will be the day that if I never performed another religious act in front of anybody else, that in my private being that I start to practice biblical principles so that even though I may look like Job, where everything is going wrong, I will be just like him who says, yet even if he slay me, yet I still trust him. We pray this in the matchless name of Jesus, who even though people thought was wrong, while he lived in this earth, a perfect man who did no wrong was declared wrong. He died among thieves. He was spit on and abused and rejected by those who he gathered near him closely. But he understood your ways and he practiced your principles. And so because he did that to the point of death, Father God, I feel obligated that I should do that as well. Regardless of how people see me on the outside, let my practices be pleasing to you. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen.